Welcome to Ag Future, presented by Alltech. Join us as we explore the challenges and opportunities facing the global food supply chain and speak with experts working to support a planet of plenty. For Ag Future, I'm Tom Martin. According to the USDA, anticipated total commercial pork production in 2024 is approximately 28 billion pounds. That reflects a 2.4% increase from the production levels of 2023. Joining us to explore the trends shaping the U.S. pork industry in 2024 is Mark Hulsevis, Sales and Portfolio Director of Alltech's U.S. pork team. Prior to his role at Alltech, Mark accumulated over 20 years of experience in senior positions at Cargill, notably serving as the Commercial Director of Pork in North America. He also dedicated five years to the role of live production manager at Tri-Oak Foods' 70,000 sow system and holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Animal Science and Agronomy from Iowa State University. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Thanks for having me, Tom. I'm, I'm sure pleased to be here today. So having joined Alltech at the onset of 2023 and before we delve into the 2024 trends, if you would tell us a bit about yourself and your role at Alltech and maybe share some insights on how you first uh, how your first year unfolded. It's been a, uh, a a really busy year for sure. You know, in a lot of ways a lot of um, I would say frustration and anxiety across the industry and so it has made for an interesting year. Anytime you're in a position where you're accumulating losses as an industry producer for 12, 18, 24 months in, in some folks' situation, it does create a lot of robust discussions. I think the flip side of that, Tom, is it creates opportunity for change. And I think right now there's very few producers in the industry that aren't looking for opportunities to change what they're doing, evaluate new technology, new production practices, whatever that might be to try to put their business in a much more sustainable economic position for the long term. Well, it sounds like things are off to a great start for you. Um, If you could tell us how the U.S. pork industry fared in 2023, especially in the aftermath of the pandemic and and with inflation going on. Yeah, as I just mentioned, Tom, it it has been a, as everyone knows, right, I'm I'm preaching to the choir here, but uh, it's been a tough year from a producer's perspective. 20, 30, $40 head losses, depending on when you look at the graphics, is an unsustainable situation. Uh, That said, we've got a very resilient industry. Uh, It's very stable. And I I think we're in a good position going into 2024, especially with some of the recent run-up in Lean Hog Futures. Uh, Our cutout hasn't quite followed and had the same amount of strength that the futures market has had, but it has offered up some profit-taking opportunity for 2024 that maybe wasn't even available in 2023. Well, as we look ahead, look further into 2024, what standout trends are you observing in the pork industry? Well, I I think there's a couple of things to think about, Tom. One is, generally speaking, we have a pretty good handle as an industry on the supply side of the supply-demand equation. And given what we've seen in I, I would say improved productivity on a per litter basis over the course of the last six months, especially, and and that has played out in in our most recent hogs and pigs snapshots. We can expect that we're not going to be short pigs for the near future. 
that is a known at this point in time. So the question becomes one of demand and demand is two-sided, right? We have a domestic demand that takes, you know, in excess of 70% of what we produce. People forget about that. We like to talk about exports as an industry, but the frank reality is we consume way, way more here domestically than we export. Exports are needed. They're incredibly important. And folks like uh, the USDA and Meat Export uh, Federation and NPPC, Pork Board, opening those export markets for us, that's incredibly important work. But we can't forget about the fact that we consume 70% of it at home. We are in a spot right now with the U.S. and let's say more broadly North American economy where consumers are pressured in some way by inflation. And we should be, as a pork industry, positioned to take advantage of that. If you think about what's going on in the beef industry right now, we've got a beef herd that is at 70 plus 70 year lows, right? In terms of inventory, that has translated into incredibly high retail and wholesale values in beef. Certainly we should be positioned as pork as a beneficiary or potential beneficiary of that scenario, especially in an inflation-driven economy. So I would look for domestic demand to, at a minimum, be stable, hopefully improve on the heels of high-priced beef. And that positions us well to take care of that 70% of the market that is domestic consumption. From an export perspective, we're in a unique position right now as a global industry, if you're an exporting country, that is, in so much as Europe's production of pork continues to decline. And so a question is, how will that demand, because their demand is still there, their production has declined, how will that demand be filled? Will that be filled out of South America or out of North America? I think a lot of people get wound up about that argument. The fact of the matter is somebody's going to fill that export demand for Europe and that leaves more opportunities available for others to fill the rest of the demand around the globe. So I don't get too worked up about who's going to fill it. I'm excited that the demand hole is available to fill. And we as a global industry have a spot for our pork to go. Really interesting. Uh, Mark, with policy changes and global trade dynamics constantly evolving, how do you perceive these factors influencing the U.S. pork industry in the coming year? Well, certainly there are folks, Tom, that are more educated than I on this particular topic. But at, at a high level, our trade organizations, our government, our non-governmental organizations as well are working hard and need to continue to work hard to tear down as many of those trade barriers and tariffs as possible. And they get up every day and they do that. And we have made a lot of progress in some of those mid-tier and smaller tier countries and tearing down those tariffs and those barriers. And those actions have resulted in new export markets for us. I think that is something that's going to continue. I certainly think that tariffs are a rotating door and countries are always going to use those to their advantage wherever they can. And so we have to be vigilant as an industry to continue to, to work hard to tear those things down. But I think given the, the high quality, safe aspect of our pork production supply chain, specifically in the U.S., but more broadly North America, puts us in, a, in the position that is as good as anybody to fill all of those markets that, that we possibly can. 
Of course, profitability is a key concern for producers. Uh, what initiatives or approaches do you believe are essential for ensuring sustained profitability in the U.S. pork industry in this upcoming year? Well, again, I, in some ways, feels feels like we may be preaching to the choir, but I, I think it goes without saying that focusing on profit first and let's say maximum production efficiency second is probably the right order. In many cases, we we can find examples where giving up some performance helps put us in a much, much better position from a profitability perspective. Oftentimes, or in a number of cases, you can point to examples where a producer might try to maximize something like feed efficiency or average daily gain, and that approach might end up costing them money relative to maybe dialing those, those production parameters back in favor of marketing hogs at a, at a higher revenue point in the cycle. And so profit always has to come first. Know what your profit looks like for the next 12 to 18 months. And when those opportunities come to lock in that profit, whether that's through a packer contract or futures and options, do it, right? Don't, don't wait on better days. Know your cost of production, lock in that profit. And so I think that is always first and foremost. We get, I think as an industry, forgetful about that at times and in many cases chase maximum production uh, at the expense of profit. I think this is important as well, Tom. Never be satisfied, right? Whether that's your your cost structure or uh, your genetics or your labor situation, even when you feel like you've you've got it licked, think about change, right? The best change happens when things are going well. That's maybe counterintuitive to what most people would think about. They think about change when things are bad and things are tough right now. But even when you've got one piece of your business pretty well dialed in, I would certainly promote people thinking about change, even in that situation when things are going good. I guess that uh, is a thought about the fact that change is constant. It is. It's going to come one way or the other, so be prepared, right? Well, be be prepared and drive the change yourself rather than letting somebody else put that change on you. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, in 2015, Alltech acquired Hubbard Feeds and Ridley feed ingredients, so uh, now almost a decade since. How would you say that acquisition has proven beneficial for producers? I think that's a really, really good question, Tom, and I think there's a really, really good answer. From an industry perspective, having sat on both sides of the table, I can look at that acquisition now, right? And I was not with the organization at the time, but I can certainly look at it with the benefit of hindsight and experience on both the allied industry side of the table as well as the producer side of the table. And I would tell you that no one in the industry is positioned as effectively as Alltech is to drive costs out of the supply chain that is nutrition, whether that's feed manufacturing pre-mix manufacturing or specialty ingredient operations, Alltech touches the entire feed supply chain from start to finish. And there's no one in the industry that's in that enviable position to be able to drive costs out of that supply chain for the producer. Last year, Alltech unveiled a new offering, Triad, to the U.S. market. Could you give us a brief overview of Triad? Yeah, I can. I, I sure can, Tom. So the, the Triad technology is is focused on improved performance in the farrowing house, and 
one of the multipliers in the industry is is pigs weaned. And what the triad technology is intending to do is affect that weaning number in a positive way by uh, improvement in the parturition process, the physical act of birthing pigs. And what we found is the technology is, is very, very sound. It works exactly like it's intended to work. There are labor needs that go along with the deployment of that product that producers have to be mindful of. But when those labor needs are uh, addressed up front, it, it's an incredible technology to drive improvement in pig's wean per sow. What kind of feedback are you hearing from uh, customers who are using Triad? You know, very much in line with what I just mentioned. Uh, the product works exactly like it's intended to work from a physiological and technical perspective. They have a really great response with the technology when they go into its use with a very defined plan to, uh, around how to deploy that in the farrowing house. For any listeners who are interested in uh, forging partnerships that contribute to profitability with the U.S. pork team, how can they get in touch? Well, certainly they can uh, reach out to us through uh, the Alltech website. We've got uh, a number of ways to, uh, to access both uh, information as well as contacts within that website. We are going to be at all of the, the winter and spring trade shows. And so you'll be able to find an Alltech representative at one of those events, along with many of the trade organization events between now and World Pork. Uh, of course, we'll be at World Pork, which is a bit of a culminating experience every year for the pork industry. And so there should be ample opportunities between now and then to, uh, to connect with one of the Alltech personnel. All right, that's Mark Hulsebus. He is Sales and Portfolio Director at Alltech's U.S. Pork Team. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Thanks for having me, Tom. It's been a pleasure. And for Ag Future, I'm Tom Martin. This has been Ag Future, presented by Alltech. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to Ag Future wherever you listen to podcasts.